The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Savannah Hugh Moeller, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. Officially game week. I love the crescendo. That's exactly right. Cowboys-Eagles Sunday, 325 at the link. And we are here to break it all down on mix shots in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. Mickey Spagnola, Savannah, Hugh Miller, and Everson Walls. I'm studying. Don't bother me. But Bill Jones is on assignment again. It's got to get done with this World Series stuff. I know. Jeez, now they got a parade today. I know it's a parade. Golly, I miss. I did. Did I tell you when we won in New York, we never had a parade? No way. We never never had had a parade. We never had a parade. Not down Broadway. That's because Jersey and New York were trying to figure out who's going to foot the bill. But then they put it on. Well, you know, we've got the war over, and, and you know, over there, and we, we, yeah. we don't we don't want to celebrate too yeah, much. Yeah, the Middle East. Yeah, yeah, come on, man, that had nothing to do with it. And and the troops, of course, we respect that. But that had nothing to do with why we did not have a parade. That's I'm a, still asking. That's them unfortunate. Too. That I'm is sorry. very unfortunate. You deserve a parade. I do deserve a parade. Damn it. Ar- <laughs> well, Arlington is getting the parade. By the way, uh, all around the district there, uh, between the Globe Life Field and AT and T Stadium. By the way, and it's supposed to start in 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. They're expecting. Like half a million to well, a million I, I people. Keep, I keep hearing that. They were talking on the radio about hundreds of thousands of people are on their way. And it's like, okay. What you, you don't believe it? Well, what, what is like 300,000, 400,000 people are going to be in that little hey, area. I did the Cowboys. I think well, it'll happen. I think it will. I think it will. I can't remember what the, the number was pretty big downtown Dallas when the Cowboys won the Super it Bowl. It was. In That's 92. my point. Yeah. Yeah. And that was in 92. Right. So here we are now. Come on. I remember I was part of the God, cake. I'm old. I was part Jeez, of the, I that's, just a, that's only like 31 years yeah. ago. <laughs> <laughs> I was part of the KRLD coverage of that uh, Super Bowl. We were broadcasting on a balcony outside one of the rooms at the Adolphus Hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were just coming right by us. And there was... N- very little security back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know how now they have all the oh, security yeah. for the yeah. parade guy. Yeah. The Cowboys were on open air, I want to say 
like open air cars, like mm -hmm. convertibles, mm -hmm. and the people were just walking down the street with them. Yeah. yeah, there was no barriers or anything. That's before anybody got crazy ideas. I know, <laughs> <laughs> a simpler time <laughs> right. for us. But we, you know, I wonder if my my stepmom is there. I don't know if I told you guys yesterday. She has been a Rangers fan. I mean, do or die. And I called her afterwards. Uh huh. And we just screamed on ah! <laughs> She was just screaming, screaming. She was so awesome. Yeah, so I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if she wanted to make I'm it. I'm sure there is a bunch of people out mm -hmm. there screaming right now. But we will get you ready here on DallasCowboys.com for Cowboys Eagles on Sunday. Uh, a huge game. You know what? And it's a huge game for both teams. Yes. Everybody's acting like this is a big test for the Cowboys. Well, it's somewhat of a big test for the Eagles. There's no doubt it's a right? big test for the Eagles. And if and if you think about it, I know they're seven and one, and I know they went to the NFC title game. Uh, but I mean, won ugly, the NFC title it's an game ugly last year. Seven and one. It hasn't been consistent, mm -hmm. right? Has and not. you know, they, they talk about the Cowboys and how they failed the test against San Francisco. It's like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. But you know, one of their tests so far has been Miami. They did win the game, but late in the third quarter, it was seventeen seventeen. Yes. Uh, and so, uh, an interception uh, turned that game around and set up the. What ended up being the Eagles winning touchdown? I think Tyreek Hill's drop also could have changed everything. I don't know right. if they scored a touchdown uh, on that drive, but they had a chance to score, and he caught it. All he had to do was just veer in, but he's so he's so doggone fast. Like I he guess. was too fast he for was his too hands. Fast. Oh my <laughs> god! Just so the ball ended up going out the back of the end zone. But yeah, they haven't. I mean, they've given up thirty points. Both times they played Washington with Sam Howell at quarterback, mm -hmm, by the way. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, this is kind of a big game for them. Uh, you know, I, I keep saying everybody, I saw somebody mention that uh, Philadelphia had a two-game lead on the Cowboys. No, they got a one-and-a-half game lead. Right, right. They yeah, played true. one more game, right? right? They're 7-1. and one, The Cowboys are 5-2. and two. If the Cowboys can win this game, they'll both have the same amount of losses. Mm -hmm. Uh, but again, it's a tough place to go play. Uh, it's always been a tough place to go play. I hated playing there. I like New York. I like playing in New York. Uh, I like playing in, in uh, D.C. But it's something about Philly. You know, they have it. It's something hanging over your head there. You know, it's the yeah. anger. You can just feel the grittiness when you step into the city. You step into the stadium. You know, the fans are just... I mean, I got flipped off more in Philadelphia than I got flipped off anywhere else. And that's usually the gauge right. on how tough the team is. And, and you get double-barreled yeah. flip-offs, right? <laughs> One for me. And, and, it, and it's, the, it's, the age, it's the age group, too. I mean, right, yeah. It's like you, you can go down there to 13 and you're going to get one up to 83, Dang. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, they're, 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 they're very good at that. And they're very passionate fans. I don't see any snow in the, in the forecast, mm -hmm. so there won't be any... Uh, snowballs thrown at the oh, bus coming man. in or the Do you eggs. know about that, Savannah? Well, earlier this week, Nate, <laughs> Nate was telling us a couple different things. Uh, he told us that they used to have batteries and they'd wrap Battery snow around it and then snowballs. they'd toss the snowballs. And, and toothpicks and crap like that. Mickey yeah. said that when the buses would roll and they'd they'd throw stuff at the buses eggs. No, not eggs. the not the, well, eggs at the buses. Eggs. But if you recall, Jimmy Johnson was leaving yeah. the field uh that was when Buddy 89. Ryan was the coach. Yeah, that 89 We were 1-15 that year, so everybody was just stomping all on us. 
Oh, and, yeah. Uh, Buddy Ryan, he didn't have anyone, but they were cursing each other out, he and Jimmy. Well, Jimmy didn't really curse. Yeah. He said, fat rear end. Get your. Get he, your he got his big fat rear end in the <laughs> locker room before I could go as, up to As him. Jimmy was trying to leave, referees are trying to cover him because the snowballs are just coming. And then they. Dumped, I mean, they were coming. Dumped the beer on him. Yeah, it we was think, everything. We think it was beer, it was yeah. yellow. Yeah, it was. <laughs> And there's snow, yes. so it may not necessarily be beer, you know, when you're talking yellow and snow. Yeah. But, yeah, he, they tried to cover him with their hats. It was so few, though. I mean, you know, they, they didn't cover him with anything substantial. It was just like, you put your hat over there and think that's going to stop a battlefield that, that snowball. Was the, that was the bounty bowl year. Bounty bowl, yeah. Right, after they, they took out a kicker. Field. They took out a kick because he used to kick for Philly. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, uh, that's when you would take, that's when you talk about taking receipts. Yeah, Buddy Ryan took receipts all year that year for the cow- on the Cowboys. And they were, they were supposedly, and I, I think the supposedly should be in lower case because I'm mm-hmm. sure it happened. Uh, whoever took out the kicker was going to get extra money. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. A little yeah. under the table pay. Yeah. So, yeah, it a was kicker. it was the kicker. <laughs> a kicker. kicker. How petty. Well, do you remember the 87 game when they beat you guys? Yeah. And then uh, Randall Cunningham did the fake kneel down. Yeah. Yeah. Through a touchdown mm, pass. Yeah. Hopefully it wasn't over you. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't fall for that. I don't trust anybody. <laughs> every time a field goes lined up, I'm looking for a fake every time. So, the game yeah. the game basically was over and they were running out the clock and they had kneeled to run the time and they kneeled to run the time and then they did a fake kneel and threw a touchdown pass mm-hmm. to make it look even So anytime worse. you saw Randall Cunningham having issues in the future, I had no sorrow for that <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> so anyway, that's where the Cowboys will play uh, on Sunday. A uh, huge division uh, matchup. And, and, and maybe that's why, you know, these two teams playing each other is huge. But when both of them are successful – uh, and it's a division game, so down the road, losing whoever loses this game could have ramifications no on, yeah. you know, if, if there's a tiebreaker yes. or a home field advantage in the playoffs. So that's why uh, this is such a, a big game. Um, from an injury standpoint, uh, Cowboys uh, had um, – Oh, I grabbed the wrong one. Oh, here I have the I have the updated. <laughs> Very good. Look at Thank you. you. No, so you, you you take you want, care okay, of it. Okay, great. Okay, Chuma Doga uh, with the ankle knee. He was mm-hmm. limited in practice yesterday. Mm-hmm. They did have full pads on yesterday. And at least he was out there, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. he was out there. Michael Gallup. Uh, he did participate in practice yesterday. Mm-hmm. J. Ron Curse. He was full in practice. And Tyron Smith. He did not participate. He was with the rehab group still. So we're gonna see. Uh, if he was out at long practice today. And they were doing a walkthrough, uh, and Mike McCarthy said he thought he would do the walkthrough on Friday, and then they would judge what he was able to do on Saturday mm-hmm. uh, when they have – it's it's a non-padded practice. Uh, but a kind of a spirited, uh, upgraded walkthrough on, on, on Saturday – they at least got their helmets on. So uh, they're going to tomorrow oh, when true. they do that Saturday practice. Remember today, you, today they have like half of them have helmets on and half don't. Yeah. Oh, what kind of practice? Today, today is a true walkthrough. Okay. And then tomorrow is what you guys used to do on Friday. Right, right. And he's decided that he wants to keep them engaged on Saturday uh, and not have them. 
be two idea. days Not removed from mm-hmm. from practice. So yeah, so that was important. So we'll see uh, tomorrow. Probably we'll find out when we get on the plane how they're going to list him. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing he's going to be questionable. That way, if it doesn't turn out well on Sunday, then they don't get fined for right. fudging the injury report. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think uh, the Eagles had uh, their cornerback uh, yeah. was uh, Brad uh, Bradley Roby mm-hmm. had a shoulder, and he has not practiced this week. So we'll see where uh, that one goes. Sidney uh, Brown would that be his replacement? Um, that's what I see here. Yeah, I think that's right. That's mm-hmm. their their nickel guy. Uh, so uh, so anyway, from an injury standpoint, that's where uh, the Cowboys stand uh, right now. The and how about stands. the Eagles? And that's the one that I saw. That's the only as one. A, they've got two of their backup tight ends uh, have uh, one of them didn't practice. Calcateria. Yeah. Uh, he has been out with a concussion, but he, he's one of the backup guys. Uh, Jordan Davis, their defensive tackle, and Jalen Carter, their other defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. Carter practiced fully. Uh, no, uh, he practiced fully, and Davis was limited. So they're in uh, pretty good shape uh, at this point going forward. So no excuses then from either side. That's right. Yes. And uh, as uh, – We've been uh, talking about, we mentioned uh, Bill's not here because of the parade. Uh, Jerry uh, was asked about, you know, the Rangers, um, you know, on his uh, 105.3 segment this morning uh, with K&C Masterpiece. And I thought we'd play you a cut on what he thought about the Rangers and how that might affect uh, the Cowboys, you know, inspiration going into this go. Philly, Philly game. So let's, let's hear. Uh, hear what Jerry had to say. You couldn't have red blood in your veins and have the chance to compete for something, especially if it involves sports, and not be additionally inspired by the Rangers. Uh, and I'm inspired by their manager. I'm inspired by their ownership. Uh, I'm inspired by the numerous guys that stepped up uh, to make all that happen. Uh, It's the consummate, consummate uh, definition and description and example of a team. And it shows how many things have to come together to make it hit just right. Mm -hmm. And then it's like catching a fallen star. It's hard to have it fall together. But I'll tell you one thing. Give me these road warriors, and I'll take on about anything uh, in sports or out of sports if they'll play the way these Rangers did on the road. There you go. Maybe he needs to use that. That was very inspirational. Before the game. That really was. The team meeting tomorrow, right? (laughs) Road Warriors. falling star. Yeah, how about that? Jerry got deep. I will say, if the Rangers winning the World Series this week and bringing that momentum to Dallas – if that doesn't inspire you, I don't know what will. Yeah. I mean, it's just great energy going into this game on on Sunday. And then yesterday we talked to Dak um, after practice, and he said, congratulations to the Rangers to see what they've done in this turnaround the mm-hmm. last couple years. The faith and trust in one another is what I took from it. Trust. Yeah. That's big right there. Right? Trust. 
And, and yeah. you know, if you look at how they won this World Series, 11 straight wins on the road, which no one has ever done in MLB playoff history, um, I, it's it's hard to do that in the regular season, yeah. uh, let alone in the playoffs playing the uh, best teams. Um, but, um, you know, and, and you know, C.D. Lamb talked about it, about, you know, and, and Dak has gone to the game, so they're quite aware of what's mm-hmm. going on mm-hmm. and right about now that parade should start in um, – we should we should have got Bill to call in, right? Oh, could have had it, yeah, <laughs> a live had a, little. A live feed from our reporter <laughs> for mix shots. But we will continue talking Cowboys and Eagles, and I'm going to explain to you why this game is so big to the Eagles – next here on Mix Shots. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, They've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cooler. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Back, back to mixed shots. K-Post Roofing and Waterproofing, the official roofer of the Dallas Cowboys. And we continue here on Mixed Shots with Mickey Savannah and Everson Walls. And I saw an interesting story today that made me think of you, Everson. Uh-oh. Jackson State, mm-hmm. one of the HBCU schools, in the swag. has a full-time female kicker. Really? Yes. The football team has a yes. female kicker? Yeah. So how's she doing? I, I, I didn't read the rest oh. of the story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she was making a debut right, or right, what, right, right. but I saw that. This it week. had to She's be a at debut Jackson, because... Jackson State? Jackson State, I believe. I yeah. mean, it would have to be new because, I mean, they would have said something early in the season, correct? Right, yeah. yeah. It, it, that's Dion's. We're going to find out. That's Dion's old school, Savannah. I guess you knew that. And so, yeah, he just left. 
see what sh- what shows what's her up. Stats? What's her yeah, stats? If she's actually kicked. We're gonna find out. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is pretty cool. But here is why this game. Think think about this. So the Eagles are playing the five and two Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Next up, after their bye. So they got a bye next week. Okay. So, like, if the Cowboys can win this game and win next week against yeah. the Giants, yes. when the Eagles come out of the bye, they'd be tied for first place in the NFC East at 7-2. and two. Mm-hmm. But here's what the Eagles have after their bye. They have to play Kansas City, Buffalo, San Francisco, Damn. the Cowboys again, and Seattle. So... If you include um, the Cowboys game this Sunday, their next six opponents are 31 and 14. Mm. So they've got a tough stretch uh, coming up, and that is why uh, this game uh, is so important to them, too. It's a big game for them. It's not just a big game for the Cowboys. It's a big game uh, for the Eagles, too. And one of the things that um, the Cowboys have to deal with is A.J. Brown. Right. Uh, Right now, he has 60 receptions, which is fourth most uh, in the NFL, for 939 yards, which is second to Tyreek Hill after eight games. He's Mm -hmm. number two, and he's tied for fifth with eight – Touchdowns? Eight touchdowns, yeah, tied for fifth. So he's been awfully good. And my question to you is, what makes him so good? Well, number one, I, he's got the biggest back I've ever seen. I mean, I, I see the <laughs> biggest big, back. I mean, did you see him in his uniform? I mean, his, his shoulders are out here. You know, his uniform is extremely tight, but yet this guy is—he doesn't run tight. He, he runs great routes. Uh, he's very, very precise in his routes. Uh, and that's Jalen's go. That's Jalen's go to guy. Just like CD wants to be that for Dak, uh, he is that for Jalen. So is it his size, his speed, both? That- it's both. He, because he is extremely strong. So when you're talking about getting the ball to him, not just in space, because in space means that you could be matched up with a guy one on one as he comes towards you. They like to catch him going through the seams. And once you catch him at full speed going through those seams, no one can bring him down. Uh, it's like trying to, I tried to bring down Jerry Rice like that one time, and he's not really that big. But when you're going against the grain, when you have that momentum going for you, it's hard to bring someone, even if he's smaller than you, it's hard to bring him down like that. Uh, he's very in tune to what Jalen Hurts wants. Uh, and when he's when Jalen's in trouble, he looks directly for Brown. First of all, he's a great athlete. The guy can jump, he can run. So if you're talking about a 50-50 ball, most likely AJ Brown's going to come up with it. Those 50-50 balls are extremely important. You see the way Jalen throws the ball deep. He throws it high. He doesn't throw it far. Mm-hmm. He throws it high because he knows that his receivers have the athletic ability to go up and compete against the DB. So in two games last year. Uh, against the Cowboys, he had 11 receptions for 170 yards and one touchdown. Mm-hmm. So what do you do with a guy like that? You're the corner, and they tell you, okay, Everson, you got him man-to-man. I am not going to let him build up his momentum. I am going to have to press him 
every play. And you have to be careful with that because you're going to be the guy that's under stress if you're a defensive back. You miss him at the line, he's gone. So you have to worry about not letting him get the momentum. So I'm going to, to squash that and press uh, technique at the line of scrimmage so that if nothing else, he's going to have to come through me. I'm not going to open the gate for him because that gives him momentum. He's going to have to come through me to get into his route. Hopefully, that will throw off, the, throw off the timing between he and the quarterback. And also, I wouldn't mind having a little help over the top every once in a while. That was going to ask you. But a little, can little you, help over the top. Can you do that with the guy on the other side with Dante Smith? You can do that on both sides, but then what you worry about now is can your boys up front handle the run? Right. Do you need the safety down yeah. there? Let's hope you don't. And then we could be comfortable back here and not necessarily have to take any unnecessary chances. I don't mind being hooked up with a number one wide receiver. That's okay. But if we, if we don't have to take those chances, then why? Yeah, yeah. because then DeAndre Smith uh, Swift has been pretty darn good for him. Yeah, He's and I'm hoping my cornerback, them. you know, we got corner, good cornerbacks on both sides. We got good wide receivers on both sides. So the matchup is going to be exciting, but you don't always have to put your cor- your cornerback in a stressful situation just so you can say, uh, I won the matchup. You want to win the game. I don't worry about the matchup. And I think what's going to be key is getting to Jalen Hurts as quickly as possible. Dallas has the highest pressure rate in the mm. league. It's 46.7%. Nice, nice. So I think it's going to be up to our defense at the start to get mm-hmm. to Hurts. Yeah, they got it at the front. You know, when everybody tells me, how do you cover these guys? Well, you put pressure on put the quarterback. You start now, Jalen's, front, been, yeah. Jalen's been having problems. Yeah. He's been having problems this year. He's not nearly as sharp as he was last year because now you're the team to beat. Right. And they, 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 they've been checking out whatever his weaknesses are. I remember we were talking about the last matchup he and Dak had. Back in the day, you said the game was too fast for him. And I said the game was too fast for his offensive line because he never had help. But if you look at the potential that he has, you look at that touchdown that he threw, his last touchdown in that game. I came in talking about it the next day. He's falling out of bounds and he heaves it to the end zone and one of his receivers, I think it was, he went up and got it. 50-50 ball. He went up and got it over three defenders. So that was, it was an oh by the way touchdown, but it was all about the potential that he has. So you want to make sure that he does not live up to his potential at all. And he hasn't been so far because everyone's been coming at him with everything that they have. So going back to Brown, he's got six consecutive games of at least 125 yards. First time I think anybody's done that in the NFL. Wow. That's incredible. Yes. Right? Not as So no one's yeah. really figured out uh, how to uh, handle him. He beat a double team. Uh, it was a, clearly a big play in the game. And he beats a double team. And what, he, what you do as a big receiver, you can run down the field and create your own space if you're bigger than the DB. Right. You know, your stability, you know, his, like I said, his shoulders, his, his, his uh, muscle uh, structure up top allows him to be more stable running down the field. If I'm running with a, a, a guy down the field, the strongest guy most likely is going to get the advantage for those 50-50 balls. And he's the yeah. strongest guy going down the field. So to put in context uh, what he's doing, and along with, by the way, Tyreek Hill, uh, the single-season yardage record for receptions, uh, Calvin Johnson of, of the Lions, 
1,964 yards. And if you remember (laughs) before the season started, Tyreek Hill said, I'm going for 2,000 this year, Yes. right? Yes. Well, right now, Tyreek Hill has 1,114 receiving yards in eight games. Mm. So he's on track. So that means (laughs) he's got nine games left, right? Right. Your math is very good, Savannah, (laughs) because he is on pace for 2,150 yards. But A.J. Brown... Uh, with the, the amount of yards I just said he had, he's on pace for 1,995 yards. So both guys are on pace to break the single-season record right now. Spags, I don't care about one player. I really don't. I mean, we can let A.J. Brown go off. Right. And we can still kick their asses. So that's the way I look at it. This is this is a team. This is a game that's going to be more than about. Just Started what Jerry one was player. talking about, yeah, right? It's, it's a bunch, <laughs> there's going to be a bunch of different uh, factors in this game that's going to add to winning it. Well, and 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 the key thing, obviously, for the Cowboys is well, okay, if they're going to score, you got to score. You got to score. And uh, I noticed that uh, the Eagles' defense that everybody makes a big deal about, they're ranked. 26th in pass defense. That's right. They've been giving up 247 and a half yards a game. Mm-hmm. And in the last two games, Dak Prescott against the Eagles, so it would have been one last year and then one back in uh, 2021 because he missed the first game in 2022. Right. Uh, in these last two games, I mean, for the Cowboys, Dak has completed 46 of 61 passes, that's a 75.4 percentage completion rate, uh, five touchdowns, one interception, and he has a 124.7 quarterback rating. So the coaches, the Eagles coaches, have been all talking about how well Dak's playing mm-hmm. and that they've got to try to do things. Sirianni said we got to try to confuse him mm-hmm. because once he gets going, um, you know, He's they, hard they to will, stop. They, yeah. they will. They will press our receivers. They'll, and try They've to, got to throw off our timing. Right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, right now, Dak's completion rate uh, for the season is seventy-one percent. He's number two to Josh Allen, who's seventy-one point seven percent. So, uh, what what's got to happen here uh, is that Dak needs to play like Dak, and you got to love. Uh, his confidence after the game. I can't remember if we talked about it early in the mm-hmm. week tonight mm-hmm. after the game against the Rams when they were talking, Jerry didn't want to poke the bear. And he said, if I'm fighting a bear, go ahead and pour honey on me. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> I think that was – and that wasn't him bragging. I think that was to kind of show his teammates, hey, we got confidence. We can do this, right? right? right. We're not tippy-toeing uh, into this game. We talked yesterday now. That 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 front, that, that those those guards, yeah, that little little threesome right there. They got to play. They got to play. They mm-hmm. got to keep him out of his face, because you, you're not gonna be. I don't care who the quarterback is. First of all, he's not tall enough to see above all of these guys coming in his face. Right. And if you got them coming around the outside behind him, and then they they are in his face as well, there is no escape but to try and go retreat even further. And we've seen that it doesn't work. He's better when these guys are, 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 are stifled at the, at the line and he can go out this way or escape that way. That's, when, that's how we see Dak at his best. And he's been conscious of that 
lately. You can have it there for you all the time. But lately, I don't know who talked to him, but mm-hmm. Dak has been conscious of that escaping, okay, right. that route. He's been conscious of that as he keeps his eyes down the field. He didn't have that in San Francisco. He still could have escaped, but as he did escape, he didn't seem to be in tune to his receivers down the field. I don't know what they've been working on, but he, not just CeeDee Lamb, but all the receivers, Tony Pollard included, they seem to be uh, able to find open space while Dak is escaping. You know, yeah, one of the, 100%. One, 100%. One of the neat drills, uh, and I didn't see it as much this summer, as much as I saw it last summer, they would, <clears throat> when they were in offense, they, they would call a scrambling session. Mm-hmm. So basically you take the snap, and you kind of sit there for a while, yeah. and then you start scrambling. Yes. And then your wide receiver's got to scramble yes. with you. And, and that was one of the things. It has that, to be a coordinated last, effort. Right? Yeah. I don't care. One person, three people. That It has to be a coordinated effort on what are you going to do, CD, to find my, a hole for us? Yeah, if I'm what running this What are you going to do, way? Michael Gallup, yeah. to find a hole for us? If I'm going this way, or you want to come come to the sideline? Do I, wanna, I don't want to go back to the middle too often. You know, so you try to Just be— get open. Get open, but you want to be safe about where you get open because the defenders are smart too. And, you know, Washington, the Eagles beat Washington this past week, 38-31. So— Sam Howell threw for four touchdowns against that defense. Mm-hmm. So they've got to be somewhat thinking, well, oh, we're pretty susceptible mm-hmm. well, I'm, to the pass. I mentioned yesterday, too, so the Eagles secondary, has they've given up 12 touchdowns mm-hmm. this season. That's at a 96.9 percentage rate. So yeah. that's 20th in the league. Mm-hmm. So if you are giving up you know, that amount of touchdowns, and like we saw with Washington – there's an opportunity. It's just a matter of fact of Dak being able to get the ball out and get somebody that is open. Are we? Are, are they a good running team? A running defense? Uh, they were. Where's I at here? They were eighth against. No, first against the run. I was gonna say they first against be the run with and those guys. Twenty sixth against the pass. Yeah. So maybe you just say. No sense banging my head against the wall trying to run. Let me just go. Like we did against Tampa. Remember against Tampa? Bombs away. Right. Right? (laughs) And we will continue here on Mix Shots. Uh, We've got our picks and picks Mm -hmm. to click coming up next. Nothing from Bill? I did hear my phone ding it. No, he didn't. Hmm. Why is somebody on my roof? (laughs) The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cooler. 
America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese-to-sour-cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Back, back to mixed shots. Experience the most electrifying event of the holiday season, Cowboys Christmas Extravaganza, powered by Reliant. Every Friday and Saturday night from November 17th through December 16th, Cowboys Christmas Extravaganza ignites the star in Frisco with an unforgettable holiday performance showcasing 65 performers, including the world-renowned Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, Santa Claus, and appearances from your favorite Dallas Cowboys football heroes. Visit thestardistrict.com for more info. That was flawless. You got uh, any you. responsibilities in that? Actually, I do. Uh, one of them is Santa Claus. He's a very good friend of mine that I get to, oh, you know, coordinate his movements for the show. When you first said that, I what thought maybe she was. Oh, it's what gone. <laughs> I, wa- I walked in. I walked into uh, CVS uh, this morning to get something. And the last time I was in there, they had all the skeletons for Halloween and yeah. everything. Now oh, it's I, all Christmas. Now it's all Christmas. Yeah. Happened, we just skipped Nobody it. Does. We just skipped it, right? No, Thanksgiving? There was no turkeys in, in, in the CVS. Uh, watch out now. You just... Yeah, I know. Yeah. Be careful. Yeah, Christmas just... starts earlier every year, it seems like. All right. Well, we should probably get going on our picks and picks to click. Bill was supposed to check in, but I'm sure he's uh, up to his knees in parade right now oh yeah i gotta say we we should go over last time's last week's pick to click we can't we i have it right here i bet you do miss arby (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Miss 18 for 18. I mean, yeah, I was you got the, it. You got the winner it. last Which, week. By the way, not only is he the <laughs> NFC Special Teams Player of the Week, he ended up getting the NFC Special Teams Player of the Month really? award. Nice. That's great. So... Savannah, you picked, you had, that was your pick to click right he there. Was that was your guy. To click. That was your guy. Spags, you had Fowler. Yeah, I don't even know if he even showed up. That didn't work out. Too yeah, well. Bell. I had Bell out there, but he didn't force a fumble. But he was he was ball. Who did Bill have? You had that there. Don't, he don't had you? Rico Dowdle. Oh, never mind. But we, Bell, we Bell all had, screwed up. But Bell had a good game. He had like seven tackles. Yeah, but he didn't force a fumble. Though. Oh, but you had to force. I a fumble. had to force. Yeah, come on. It's, it's here. It's <laughs> There's right qualifications here. Yes, here. man. Come on. Come and who on. got the score closest? Uh, none of y'all. None of us. Well, Bill, thirty-seven. It would be Bill. Well, we won't tell him. No, no. we won't. <laughs> Since he's not he's here. He's not here. He doesn't, he doesn't get <laughs> he the He never quote. sent us his clicks to pick. Well, Savannah, do you want to start us off? 
or do you sure. want I, I use Everson? Oh, that's guy. right. Everson yes, starts. Yeah, right. you you go first. Step back, Savannah. All right. I am looking at, since I've been talking about him all week and how he needs to protect himself and how he has been protecting himself last two games, I'm looking at Dak being my pick-to-click guy. Uh, I'm looking at him having two touchdowns passing and one rushing touchdown. He's been using his legs a whole lot these days. He understands that that's his way of survival. So he's, he, he trusts his lineman, but only so far because he knows he's going to have to escape. So that's why I have the one rushing touchdown that he's going to have. All right. And I look at the score. And I know I'm giving our defense a lot of credit, but I think we're going to expose Hurts for his uh, lack of good passing ability this, this, this year. 30 to 20, Cowboys. All right. 30 to 20, Cowboys. You're up, Savannah. Okay. I am going to go with Michael Gallup for my Mm. quick to pick. Okay. Yes. Mm. Now, I know that there's been many conversations about Mr. Gallup uh, not doing the most in some of these games. Mm -hmm. Yes, Everson. (laughs) I think that his time is coming, and I think it will be on Sunday. I think he's going to get the ball more, finally get some yards, and I believe he's going to get at least a touchdown this game. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with Michael Gallup for my click to pick, and I'm going with the Cowboys 27 to 20. All right. And so you want me to pick for Bill? (laughs) No, (laughs) no, no, Bill's. He's out. He's out. All right. Here we go. Um, My pick to click is going to be Demarcus Lawrence. I think they will get after – Hurts, mm-hmm. and uh, and not only get after Hurts, but do a good job of getting uh, some pressure on their running game. And as we know, it's not all about the sacks. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence pretty good at playing the run. He's always shown that. So yeah. I'm going to go with him, and I'm going to go with Cowboys 31, the Eagles 24. Mm. Okay. And by time we get through next week, we're going to have a tie That's for right, first boy. in the That's NFC right. East. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, I just think, you know, my and some of my reasoning is last year they split, right? Right. Um, Eagles beat the Cowboys with Cooper Rush, mm-hmm. uh, and then the Cowboys beat the Eagles without Jalen Hurts. Exactly. And so – um, this is the rubber match, uh, the one that I was pulling for in the playoffs last year, and the Cowboys mm-hmm. didn't get there. Right. Uh, and then Philadelphia ends up beating San Francisco, which beat the Cowboys, but they ran out of quarterbacks, ran out of guys <laughs> that could throw the ball in that NFC title game. And what I remember about the difference between when we played San Francisco versus when Philly played San Francisco we couldn't do anything with their defensive line. Mm-hmm. We couldn't do anything. They were run or pass. They were giving us all kind of hell. Oh, yeah. And I recall the first drive by Philadelphia against San Francisco, I saw all kind of holes opening up. They did not have a problem blocking that uh, 49er defensive line at all. So, to me, that obviously, that's where it's going to be. The game's going to be won there. But you have to show some type of a competence 
against this defensive line to have any chance of winning this game. Right. No, absolutely. And they're awfully strong on yeah. the defensive line. So if they can at least hold them up so Dak can operate in the pocket, mm-hmm. I think – if Washington score 31, I think the Cowboys mm-hmm. should be able to score mm-hmm. 31. And this will be a great, I think, game for the fans uh, to watch. Uh, and before we close, we're going to go back to one more Jerry Jones quote about the Rangers and what they did uh, for their fans by being able to win uh, this uh, World Series. On mix shots. Maybe. <laughs> well, Nate and Frisco Jazz. just passed by. Yeah, Nate. <laughs> Nate's probably messing up the program. Hopefully, somebody's in there listening to me right now. Did they to know play this was coming? Second cut. They knew this yes, was coming. They yeah. did. Jazz knew it was coming. But she's, she's scrambling right now. I can hear. Right. Yeah. Trying to find it. Well, well hell, what did he say, Spags? Well, <laughs> just quote tell it for me, us. Tell me what he said. Basically, he, he, he was talking about how sports uh, inspires people, uh, and and that you know, for for a fan base, uh, it's huge to be able to uh, celebrate like right. this. And um, talked about how in his his career that sports has meant so much to him that it's helped him get where. He is today. So. He, was a, he was a he was a national champion. Yeah, he and Jimmy right? Johnson they were national champions at, at Arkansas. It's it, in their blood. Yeah. So um, yeah, it, it 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 was it was it was really good. Unfortunately, I think we're running out of time right now. I'm kind of scared to end the show because don't we usually end it with? Uh, uh, no, no, no. We don't end it with no. The fight we don't song. end it with anything. Okay, no, no. just me saying. Yeah. Okay, thanks. not you. That's Bill. Thanks Bill for, says bye. Thanks for Bill being with bye. us. <laughs> so, Jazz, is it okay if we uh, end mix shots here? Jazz. There she is. Hey. <laughs> oh, oh, so it's okay. All right. Well, we'll we'll go out strong here. Go, Cowboys. Rough times that you have with sport, everybody has it. Everybody, you can't really play unless you have some hard times. Uh, but it is the absolute glory hole <laughs> to have that uh, elusive win to be the champion. And I'm so proud for every fan that is out here that's headed that way and the ones that are at home. I'm proud for every every one of them. And uh, it has really been, uh, I might say, one of the reasons that I wanted to spend my everyday and life in the world of sport. Uh, obviously, there are a lot of hard days, a lot of days that uh, didn't go your way. But I've always known that given a chance, there's millions and millions of people that would like to be in your shoes if you're a participant. So that gives you a responsibility to it. So bottom line is this, I'm so proud for our fans. I know our players, uh, the players of the Rangers feel honored, the management, the whole team feels honored to have this kind of support, uh, but they earned it. That's hats off to them, and, and it is inspirational. I, there's no way I could have uh, in any way done some of the things that I've gotten a chance to do. As lucky as I've been, there's no way I could have done it without the inspiration of sports. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?